people are coming to Pinterest ultimately to get something and discover something that they can take off and actually go do. Coming to Pinterest, you really are expecting to see branded content. And so when you're thinking about reaching people and communicating to them, it's not about disrupting them because they're there to come and see the content from your business or from your brand. Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Pinterest is an underrated, powerful platform for brands who are wanting to drive traffic to their website, and it's been gaining incredible popularity in Australia, particularly over the past two years, so much so that Pinterest have recently opened up an office to provide great support for brands. But for businesses and brands who haven't yet discovered Pinterest marketing, where do you start? Who does it well? What are the mistakes to avoid? And what do I need to know to do it well? Well, today we are joined by Pinterest Country Manager of Australia and New Zealand, Karen Lee Skelton, and we're going to deep dive into all you need to know about using Pinterest for your business. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. I'm your podcast host, Katrina McCarter. Now, today on the show, I want to talk to you about the most underrated, powerful social media platform for brands who want to drive traffic to their website. I'm talking about Pinterest and who better to join me than Pinterest Country Manager for Australia and New Zealand, Karen Lee Skelton. Welcome to the show, Karen. Hi, Katrina, and thank you for having me on the show today. I've been very excited about having you on the show. Now, Karen, I wrote an article late last year for Inside FMCG, and it was all about how so with the social media platforms that brands really need to get on their radar in 2020. And I featured Pinterest as a key platform I think brands need to be considering. But one of the things that really struck me when I was doing the research for this article was the surge in Pinterest popularity in Australia. And, and I understand that you've more than doubled your users in the past five years and added more than 2 million users in Australia just in the past two years. And I wanted to ask you, what do you think is driving the popularity of Pinterest here in Australia? Well, Katrina, I think that, you know, Pinterest has continued to grow because we ultimately are offering something that is different. So Pinterest is a personal platform. It's not a place where I go to see what is going on in the news or what is going on with my friends and my family. It is ultimately a place that I come for me, for myself, and to help me create that best version of myself and not my best selfie. And so we really see that, you know, Pinterest is a, a personal and not a social media platform. And, you know, Pinterest is, is really a place for, for planning. I come to Pinterest to plan for moments in my life, whether that be a big life moment, like having my first child, or whether that be an everyday moment, like what to cook for, for dinner tonight. And then also for those seasonal moments, like what to get for, for those dads um, when it comes to Father's Day. 
And I think Pinterest is also a place that is incredibly positive. You know, you don't come to Pinterest to create a board of things that you don't like. It is a positive experience. And we ran a, a survey that we commissioned in 2019 with talk, uh, Talkshop. And we, we looked at basically the attitudes of people when they're coming to Pinterest. We found that more than 91% of pinners say that Pinterest is a positive place. And 9 in 10 pinners say Pinterest inspires them, gives them ideas for their lives, and helps them to ultimately achieve their goals. And so the mission of Pinterest is to bring everybody the inspiration to create a life that they love. And if you're looking at the core of our mission is the word inspire. And inspire, when we think about the word, it really is an adjective, but at the core of it is a verb because the meaning of inspire is to give somebody that urge or the ability to do or feel something. And so we really want people not only to come to Pinterest, but to get off the platform and doing more of the things that will help bring them that life that they love. I love that. I love that you're about inspiration. It's a really great place for creativity as well. Now, Karen, our listeners are brand marketers and business owners, and they love to quantify opportunities. And uh, I was keen to find out what's the monthly traffic that Pinterest is now enjoying here in Australia. So Katrina, globally, we've got 367 million people who come to Pinterest each month. And in Australia, according to Nielsen, we have 7 million people who come to Pinterest each month. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it really is. And I, I think that scale is, you know, is one thing on the platform. But I think what is more powerful on Pinterest is what people are doing when they come to the platform and then the mindset that they're in when they're on the platform as well. And so globally, we've got 240 billion individual ideas or pins on the platform that get categorized across 5 billion boards. And in Australia and New Zealand, we've got 4 million ideas that get saved every single day in this market. And this is incredibly powerful because, you know, the things that people are doing on the platform allows you to understand more about what your customers or consumers are doing on the platform. And it also becomes an opportunity to be able to tap into them from a targeting perspective as well. Mm, I love that. Four million ideas a day. That's incredible. Karen, who's a typical Pinterest user in Australia? You know, are they a mum? And has your typical user, Pinterest user, changed over the last few years? So if you're thinking about a typical Australian user or typical user on the platform, I would go back to, you know, to our mission. And, you know, the Pinterest mission is to bring everybody the inspiration to create a life that they love. And so the typical user that you're getting on Pinterest is ultimately an inspired shopper and an inspired user. And so people are coming to Pinterest in a very early stage of discovery and, and shopping around. They don't yet know what brand or product they want to go for. And so you're tapping into those people at the very early stage of their shopping journey, and then you are helping them go through to be able to take that action. And so, you know, when you're looking at how our audience is made up, we know that 70% of our audience are female, um, 30% are male. But what you find is when you're thinking about females or males, they're different on Pinterest because they're coming to plan. They're coming to ultimately go off and do something or buy something. And so you're tapping into that person who is very much the inspired shopper. But what you'll also find, you know, with us having a, a high female audience, um, we also have a high millennial audience. And when you look at that combination, you also find a lot of people are going to be going through 
major life moments or life stages. And these are going to be the moments when those people are open and receptive and looking for new brands or new products in their lives, which is another opportunity for, for many marketers. Absolutely. And I've seen research that says uh, when a woman becomes a mother, she is eight times more likely to be talking about brands. And it's also a, a really transformational time where she's reconsidering her relationships with brands, which really makes this a really important time for her in her life. And uh, the fact that you are in that early stage and discovery stage, you become a very, very attractive option uh, for brands wanting to connect with mothers. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's that's what I think Pinterest does a really good job at. It is helping to build that loyalty, um, you know, for, for brands, you know, before the purchase has happened, when the purchase happens, and then people come back and continue to show that brand loyalty as well. And I just loved, you know, I'm, I'm a mum myself. And, you know, I think what's interesting on Pinterest as well, when you're talking to, to mums or to, to parents in general, is being able to, to track their journey from the very first time they're having a child to when they move into the next phase of weaning their child onto solids and then to the next one in terms of, you know, potentially getting a big boy bed for, for the little toddler. And so you can track that journey um, of, of the consumer, um, not just for, you know, what they're doing for their children, but also for other aspects of their life, whether that's going to be for, you know, renovating or decorating their home or whether it is going to be the food that they're putting on the table or if it is just going to be a simple self-care product that that mum or parent needs for themselves as well. Mm, absolutely. Now, what's the average session time for a Pinterest user? So at Pinterest, we do not measure the time spent on the platform. And I would just think about going back to the mission of Pinterest, which is to bring everybody the inspiration to create this life that they love. And so what's important for us is that people find things in their lives and then they get off the platform and they ultimately go off and actually try something or do something or make something. And so time well spent is more important for us on the platform. Ah, really interesting. And what are the kind of the top searches on Pinterest in Australia? And I'm really keen to understand if these search results have changed significantly since home isolation as well. Absolutely. This is, um, you know, one of the things I love talking about, insights and, and data. And, you know, globally, we are seeing an all-time high in engagement over the past few weeks, especially. So we've seen a 60% year-on-year increase in searches globally. In Australia, we've seen a 51% year-on-year increase in searches. We've also seen an increase in new signups, clicks, and saves on the platform as well. So over the last few weeks, we've seen a 40% increase in that. And we've also seen, more interestingly, is that there's been a big increase in new boards that are being created. So we've seen a 60% year-on-year increase in new boards over the last few weeks and 49% increase in, in Australia. And so what we're finding um, over this time is that people are creating new boards, fresh boards, whether it be for food ideas, home ideas, fashion ideas, or parenting ideas. And we're seeing that people are also coming back to the boards that they've created in the past to now go off and take action on those boards. And we're seeing that people are, you know, turning to Pinterest during this time as as a, a shopping destination. You know, we can't go into stores um, but we still want to discover and be inspired. And so Pinterest is really helping to be that escape and that alternative to what is going on in the news and what is going on in politics. And it gives you that feeling of walking down a virtual shopping aisle. 
And so during COVID, I think there's been some really interesting insights. Um, you know, in the very early stages of, of COVID and, and lockdown, we saw a lot of people turning to Pinterest for more things for now. So, you know, how to get your home ready for working from home, how to entertain the kids while you're working from home. But what we started to see in the more recent weeks is, you know, people are turning back to some of those bigger projects and plans that they put on hold. So they're now starting to look for ideas around travel. Um, they're starting to look at that wedding that they might have put on hold. And they're also starting to, to look at bigger projects when it comes to their home as well. And I think, you know, some of the, the fun insights that I've, I've pulled from, from, from COVID in Australia, you know, has been around people really looking to care. And it's about caring for themselves. It's about caring for, you know, the we, so their family unit. But they're also looking to care outside of their four walls. And how do they start caring for community? And so we've seen some really interesting stats like, you know, home organization increasing 43% year on year. Um, but then also people looking at new ways to, to come and use the home because now everything is, being at, is, is in the home. And so we've seen a 104% year on year increase in date nights at home and 274% increase at, at home movie night ideas for the kids. And then we've also seen a lot of things coming through with self-care. You know, Pinterest has always been a positive platform, but we're seeing this, you know, more and more during COVID. So we've seen a 140% increase in positive quotes and a 72% increase in self-care uh, boards being created. And then, you know, speaking about mums and, and parents on the platform, we've seen a lot of people turning to Pinterest um, to provide solutions and help during this time. So we saw in the very early stages of COVID, we saw a 971% increase in homeschooling. And then we saw a 238% increase in treasure hunt ideas for kids as you know, restrictions started opening up and people starting to do more things within the community. But I think it's just been great to see these, these insights um, and just seeing how people have turned to Pinterest uh, for help and for solutions. How fantastic. I love some of those stats that you uh, shared with us then, Cara, and they were just excellent. And I know the marketers listening to this interview will just be really digesting and probably want to re repeat those great statistics that you've been able to share with us, which gives such rich insights. Marketing to Mums, the podcast, is proudly brought to you by the Marketing to Mums Assessment. This personalised diagnostic report will help you understand how your brand is currently performing in your Marketing to Mums activities. The Marketing to Mums Assessment will clearly identify your gaps and opportunities and provide you with a series of recommendations to attract, engage and convert more mothers and their families to your business. You can find out more about Marketing to Mums Assessment on the website at www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash assessment. One of the questions that I wanted to ask you is that I know that you spent uh, seven years over at Facebook before you joined Pinterest and do you think that there are significant differences in behaviour between women who use Pinterest versus Facebook, which could make Pinterest, I guess, more attractive to brands? 
Yes, absolutely. I think, you know, going back to, you know, why people are coming to Pinterest. So people are coming to Pinterest in a very personal way. It's not about what their friends and family are doing. It's about them planning for their individual life and for their moments, whether it's going to be their big life moments, the everyday moments or the seasonal moments. And they come into the platform in a, in a very positive way and ultimately to get something and discover something that they can take off and actually go do something with in, in their real lives. And I think at the end of the day, when you, when you come into Pinterest, you really are expecting to see branded content on the platform. It's very much part of, you know, the experience on the platform. And so when you're thinking about reaching people and communicating to them on Pinterest, it's not about disrupting them on their on the platform because they're there to come and see the content from your business or from your brand. And so what you're ultimately trying to do on Pinterest is is not disrupt and you know how you're going to be standing out on the platform is ultimately by fitting in. And what we really want people is to stop thinking about that disrupting but really just thinking about how do they inspire and how do they take somebody from the very early stages of shopping through the marketing funnel to be able to go off and actually make decisions in their lives. I really like that tip actually. I wanted to then just actually turn our attention then to talking about how brands can use uh, Pinterest um, and really explore that. Now, I know that you've been offering advertising here in Australia and New Zealand since 2017. And I know that over that period of time, over the last few years, you've added some pretty incredible functionality that it really makes it more attractive to brands uh, who want to engage with consumers. And I was hoping that you might be able to share with us just a couple of some of those functionality changes uh, that Pinterest has introduced in the past few years. Absolutely. And and actually, I want to start off with just going through, you know, for us, you know, there's there's been some key functionality changes, but I think for us in the Australian market, what is also important is creating the best localized experience of the platform for our users. And so, you know, globally, we are growing that user base um, by bringing everyone the inspiration to create a life that they love. But the more people who use Pinterest, the more local content will come to the platform and then it's going to build from there. And so for us, you know, we are helping to create the best experience of the platform um, by working with, you know, businesses of, of different shapes and forms. And so when we're talking about businesses, we're thinking about creators for the platforms. So how do we work with influencers, with publishers, as well as with, with brands or advertisers as well? And how do we help them to get their content up onto Pinterest um, in, in the best way as well? And that will help to create that better experience for everyone using the platform too, because as we said, you know, people don't want to just come and browse and discover. They want to be able to take action and go do something with what they find. And having local content to be able to do that is what they ultimately need. And so when you're looking at when people come to, to, to Pinterest, we know that globally and in all countries, people will come to the platform, you know, for core categories which will be for home, for food and drink, uh, for fashion, for style. But then what they start doing on the platform differs um, by country. So just to explain that, as an example, in, um, in Australia, we can see the most saves within as an ingredient within food is cheese. In France, this is chocolate. And in the UK, this is avocado. So although people are coming to the platform for food, what they're doing within that category is very different. And so for us to be able to give them that best experience, we need to make sure we have the best localized content for them. But then in terms of functionality, you know, we've 
basically brought out a lot of functionality to help at, um, you know, our businesses or creators to be able to get their great content up onto the platform more easily. And so this is through the form of things like RSS feeds being uploaded, but also more recently being able to uh, give, uh, you know, brands and businesses opportunity to upload their product feeds or their catalogs onto Pinterest, and that automatically creates content or pins for them on the platform. Um, so that's what I would say is, you know, it is growing the user base, but then also how do we help to have the best localized experience of Pinterest um, in, in Australia? Mm, and those insights uh, just in terms of what we're searching within food was really interesting. I'm surprised it was cheese here in Australia. I know. You would have thought it would be avocado or something. I would have thought it would be avocado. <laughs> we're an avocado household in my place. Listen, I wanted to ask you, does Pinterest kind of lend itself more to a product or a service-based business or is it equally effective for both? I would say it's equally effective for both. Um, you know, I think what's unique about Pinterest is that users of the platform and advertisers are both aligned. So people want to discover and businesses want to be discovered. And so people are coming to Pinterest in a very much an open-minded mindset. Um, They are open, they're receptive um, to what you're putting in front of them. In fact, when when people come to Pinterest and they search for something, we find that 97% of those searches will be unbranded because people know that they're looking for a possibility or an idea, but they don't yet know which brand they want to go ahead with or what service they want to go ahead with. And so I think you have that unique opportunity to be able to tap into people in that unique mindset. And, you know, ads on the platform are very much useful. Um, they are expected to, to be seen on the platform and they, they are additive to the experience of people on the platform. And, you know, I said earlier that, you know, people don't need ads when they are going to see what is going on with their friends and their family. They don't need ads necessarily when they're going to read the news. But people do need ads or commercial information on a product or a service when they're making decisions or planning for things in their lives. And so in that instance, we do feel that we can play a role for both. Hmm, Interesting. And and what are some of the big mistakes that business owners and brands are making when they're first starting out on Pinterest? I think some of the the bigger mistakes is about people forgetting um, or sometimes not knowing why people are coming to Pinterest and that we are different to, to other platforms. And so, as I said earlier, you know, people are coming to Pinterest for the big life moments, for the everyday moments, as well as for the seasonal moments. And they come to Pinterest in the very early stages of discovering, and then ultimately they go off and act and do. But when they come to Pinterest, they will save a pin uh, to a board. They might click on that specific pin, go through to a website to find more. Um, We know that people are getting content on Pinterest from discovering things they find on the platform. And sometimes they go to a website and save their content back to Pinterest as well. But then they're also discovering things on the platform in different ways. They discover content through recommendations that we give them based on their relevancy in their lives. They search for things. They also follow brands and businesses as well. But I think at the end of the day, you know, you need to understand why people are coming to to Pinterest what is their mindset? What are they doing on the platform? That helps you to better understand what creative or content you want to have on the platform. And it also helps you understand how you can take that user from 
the very early stages of discovery right through to doing. And so we really do feel that we have the opportunity to bridge the full marketing funnel from discovery to being able to get somebody to go off and do something. But that then impacts, I suppose, the way that you measure things on the platform. I think a lot of times people will come to Pinterest um, and want to, to measure Pinterest um, like any other last, like a last click platform. But Pinterest is not a last click platform. You are tapping into people throughout their journey, um, their purchasing journey. And so you really need to make sure that you are using the right creative for the right parts of the funnel and then measuring accordingly as well. Mm, and I think that's a really important point that you make, Karen, that they're coming right across that uh, that customer journey. A very important one. Now, listen, when I invited you to come on the show, I put out a call to our listeners and I asked them about what they wanted to know. And it became really clear to me that many are still finding their way with the platform. They're eager to learn more about Pinterest marketing but they're wondering where to start. And I wanted to ask you, does Pinterest Australia and New Zealand offer any kind of training or advice for brands that are wanting to explore and invest in Pinterest? Yeah, absolutely. I think we've got a, a number of different resources that brands can turn to. So, you know, first place is our business site, which is business.pinterest.com. There's some great resources there. But then we also, you know, have invested in, in building out a team on the ground in Australia to support publishers, influencers, and businesses of all different sizes. And so if somebody does need some help, we can we can also assist them. And so if anyone has any questions, we've got an alias, which is ANZ at Pinterest.com. They can reach out to that alias and we can help connect them to the right person on, on our side. And then, you know, I suppose a few quick tips as well for people, you know, just not knowing where to get started as well. And so I'd say there's there's a few quick steps to get started on Pinterest. So the first one is, you know, set up a business account or business profile. It's really quick to get it set up. It's also free. You can claim your website and any other of your of your social accounts. And then you start thinking about content on, on Pinterest. And when we talk about content, we we think about pins, which is an individual piece of content, and then you start organizing that into collections, which we call boards. And you can think about content in terms of it being static or video, like other platforms. And then there are a lot of ways that you can bulk upload that content too. So we spoke about some of those earlier. It could be using RSS feeds to upload content, or it could be using our catalogs or our product feeds to upload the content as well. And then you start, you know, either creating content or curating. So how do you act like a user on the platform and start finding things that inspire your brand or your business and start either creating and curating on the platform? And then, you know, from there, once you've set up the business profile, you start thinking about your content, then you start giving your pins time to, to make traction on Pinterest. I think, you know, on Pinterest, people aren't necessarily going to instantly find your content they take time to get there. So it takes them maybe a few days. But once they start finding the content and once more people start engaging with their content, it just starts living on and on. In fact, many brands will say that they've got some evergreen content that lasts for months, if not years, on the platform. And then, you know, I would say it's also really important to, to know what you want people to be doing 
with your content? Do you want people to be spending more time on Pinterest, saving content to boards? Or do you want them to be clicking through from your pins to your website to be able to go find out more? And for that, we would really recommend that people, you know, use our suite of analytics to be able to help them understand what people are doing on on the platform as well. And those analytics are available through the business Pinterest website, is that right? That's correct. Um, And so you'll be able to see, you know, what people are doing from an organic and a paid perspective. And because we know that so many people come to Pinterest and engage on the platform, you can also start looking at other interesting insights in terms of, you know, maybe there's some adjacent interests that your audience might be interested in. So if it was, uh, for example, that you were thinking that you're engaging with a lot of um, parents who may be just into fashion or in, uh, in food, we might be able to see some adjacent interests. Like they might be really interested in travel or they might be really interested in DIY and crafts. So it gives you the opportunity to really understand more about your ex- existing customers or your potential customers as well. Mm, so really good research tool as well, something I hadn't considered. So that's a, a great point that you mentioned. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, has launched her second book. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. I'm interested in asking you about a recent strategic partnership with with Shopify, which was announced in Ad Week last month. And I understand that Shopify merchants are soon going to be able to upload their product catalogs to Pinterest and turn each of their products into a shoppable product pin. And I was hoping, Karen, that you might be able to tell us a little bit more about how it works and how soon we might see this roll out in Australia. Absolutely. And so, you know, what I would say is that, you know, we have been working with, I suppose, bigger advertisers over some time to help them take their existing catalogs or product feeds and being able to turn those into to shopping pins on, on Pinterest. And I think the Shopify um, partnership is really there to make it possible for their 1 million plus merchants to be able to upload their product feeds to Pinterest and then to start advertising as well, but just in a few clicks. So it's just making it really easy for for businesses of all sizes or their merchants of all sizes to be able to to integrate their their shopping feeds onto Pinterest. And for us, it's you know it's really important to get you know the highest quality merchants onto the program to make sure that Pinterest becomes more shoppable and more actionable. Because there's nothing worse than being on the platform, being inspired and discovering something, but then not being able to go off and actually buy it or do it. And so that is really important part of the experience. And so we're in very early beta testing um, with with Shopify. 
Um, and what we found in, in the first quarter of 2020 is we saw 144% increase in product feeds on, on the platform. Um, and we've been seeing very strong results since then. And, you know, this has been a partnership that we have been working on for a very long time. And so this really is a big moment for us. There are no updates yet at this stage in terms of, you know, when this is going to roll out to Australia. But as I said, this is a really important partnership. And so we're looking forward to, to that time. Oh, I know quite a few merchants who are very interested in that. And I actually had a request to make sure I asked you about it. So, you know, I know that it's going to be very much welcomed. Now, I know that many of our listeners are fairly new to Pinterest and it would really be helpful for them uh, to understand who's using Pinterest really well. And I wondered if you might be able to help us out and provide us with a big brand example and perhaps also a smaller brand who's using Pinterest really effectively. Absolutely. Yeah, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed working with, you know, businesses of all different shapes of all different shapes and sizes um, in the Australian and New Zealand markets and I'm going to highlight just two examples um, for today. The first one for more of a big brand, I would say would be Officeworks. I think Officeworks have a fantastic profile on on Pinterest. I think they really understand the organic side of of the platform. And then they've also been using the platform from an advertising perspective in a very interesting way as well. But if you look at some of their boards, you know, you will see they have boards for, you know, art lovers, the people who have passion points. They've got boards for when kids are going back to school. In fact, we've seen from our insights around COVID, we've seen a lot more people have been looking at ideas for, you know, schools reopening, you know, whether that be teachers looking for ideas or whether that be parents looking for, for ideas for sending their kids back to school at this stage. But then they've also been looking, they also have some boards around, you know, craft ideas for kids. You know, I am myself a mum and I have loved all the office works pens, which have given me some really good, simple ideas of activities that I can actually do with, with my, my son at home. And then an example of a, um, so it's still sort of a big brand, but a little bit smaller, um, but that would be Koala. And I think a very well-known and loved brand in, in the Australian market. And I think, you know, Koala have also been using Pinterest in a very interesting way from an organic and paid perspective. Um, and what I like about how Koala have used the platform is that, you know, they, they're they expanding their, their product range um, outside of just mattresses and, and beds. And so now they have a full furniture offering. And so they really knew that they could tap into this very open and receptive mindset of people on Pinterest when they're in that stage of renovating a home or decorating a home or going through a life stage where they're going to be looking for for new furniture. So was that mindset that they were tapping into to be able to you know, show existing customers something in a new way or tap into to new customers as well. And so I've really loved the journey that they've taken with their content on, on the platform. And I think they do a really good job at all parts of the funnel as well. So they have some really lovely, inspiring pins. And then they also have um, some more functional ones when it comes to driving things like sales that they might be having around a specific moment. So I really have loved the journey that, that both of those those brands have taken on, on the platform. But there's so many of them. And as I said, this has been one of the things that I love is just seeing how people have embraced and used the platform in, in very different ways, regardless of whether they just do it organically or if they do it you know, just from a paid perspective or if they do both. And I think it's been really nice to see um, how people have engaged. 
That's wonderful. And what we'll do just for our listeners, I will make sure that we put those links to both Officeworks and Koala on uh, on the show notes along with the other links that Karen has mentioned. Now, what about tips for brands wanting to trial Pinterest to reach mums? What, uh, what kind of tips, three or four tips might you be able to share with us? So the first tip I would say is always, you know, think about the mindset of people on the platform. So always come back to, you know, why are people coming and, and what is that mindset that they're in on the platform? And I think that helps you to, to think through what the content could look like on Pinterest. But also, you know, content doesn't need to be something that is, you know, needs to be net new. I think sometimes people come to Pinterest and they think that they have to completely recreate what they're doing to make, to be able to make it work on Pinterest. And I think there is often assets that you might have that you can repurpose for Pinterest as long as you are keeping that mindset of people in mind when you're creating that content. So I think that's understanding the mindset. Um, secondly is really thinking through the creative and it doesn't have to be hard. You can simply repurpose existing assets. And then also, you know, know what your objective is with your creative, like what part of the funnel are you playing in and what is that core message that you're trying to get across do you want to keep people on the platform or do you want to be driving them somewhere else to take an action? And then making sure that you are measuring in the correct way for the right part of the funnel as well. I think that uh, you made a great tip there that I'd love to just comment on and that was repurposing assets. Um, I interviewed uh, the owner of a business called Raising Dragons, which is which does a whole lot of craft videos uh, for, for parents and, and their children. And uh, she has actually uploaded her videos onto Pinterest and uh, Pinterest is now responsible for half of all her website traffic. So, and that was purely through repurposing assets. So I think that that's a, a wonderful tip that you shared with us and Karen. That's amazing. Great to hear stories like that as well in terms of driving value for, for businesses. Oh, it's been incredibly valuable for her. So it can be really simple for brands. And I think that that's the key message is, uh, is, is what, what I wanted to, uh, wanted to share. Now, listen, if our listeners wanted to learn more about Pinterest marketing or engage with you, what's the best way for them to do so? So first place I would go if they want to find resources would be the, the business site. So business.pinterest.com. But then if anybody wants to reach out directly to be able to get support, regardless of if they're an influencer, a publisher, or, or a brand, they can just reach out to anz at pinterest.com. And then we will connect you with the right person on the team to help support you. We're really keen to, you know, just to help as many as we can in, in the Australian market. I, I know we're very early into the market. And so we've been spending time, you know, getting that best localized experience of the platform. But we also want to make sure that we can be as easy and helpful to work with for our partners to really show the value that, that the platform can drive for, for their businesses. Yeah, wonderful. And just for our listeners, we'll make sure that we put those links in the show notes so that you can access them nice and easily. Karen, I would really like to thank you for educating us all on the power of Pinterest to reach mothers and for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. It's all my pleasure. And thank you for having me on, on today. Thank you. 
Now, Karen has provided us with some great reasons to explore Pinterest marketing to not only increase your brand's awareness, but to drive traffic and sales too. I think Pinterest's increasing popularity within Australia cannot be ignored. And I really challenge you that if you are not using Pinterest already, to seriously consider allocating some funds in your future marketing strategy plan. Thanks for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organisation by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favourite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.